Hi, I'm Gary Coons. It's January 17th, and this is the Bible in a Year with Maple City Chapel. The readings for today are Genesis 35 and chapter 36, Matthew 12, 1 through 21, Psalms 15, 1 through 5, Proverbs 3, 21 through 26. Genesis 35, then God said to Jacob, get ready and move to Bethel and settle there. Build an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So Jacob told everyone in his household, get rid of all your pagan idols, purify yourself, and put on clean clothing. We are now going to Bethel, where I will build an altar to the God who answered my prayers when I was in distress. He has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob and all the pagan idols and earrings and buried them on the great tree near Shechem. As they set out, a terror from God spread over the people in all the, t- all the towns of the area, so no one attacked Jacob's family. Eventually, Jacob and his family arrived at Luz, also called Bethel and Canaan. Jacob built an altar there and named the place El Bethel, which means God of Bethel, because God had appeared to him there when he was fleeing from his father Esau. Soon after this, Rebekah's old nurse, Deborah, died. She was buried beneath the old tree in the valley below Bethel, ever since the tree had been called Alan Bektu, which means Oak of Weeping. Now that Jacob had returned from Panah Aram, God appeared again and appeared to him at Bethel. God blessed him, saying, Your name is Jacob, but you will not be called Jacob any longer. From now on, your voice will be Israel. So God renamed him Israel. Then God said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. You will become a great nation, even many nations. Kings will be among your descendants. And I will give you the land I once gave to Abraham, Abraham and Isaac. Yes, I will give it to your descendants after you. Then God went up to the place where he had spoken to Jacob. Jacob set up a stone pillar to mark the place where God had spoken to him. Then he poured wine over it as an offering to God and anointed the pillar with olive oil. And Jacob named the place Bethel, which means house of God, because God had spoken to him there. Leaving Bethel, Jacob and his clan moved on to Ephrah. But Rachel went into labor while they were still some distance away. Her labor pains were intense, and after a very hard delivery, the midwife finally, the midwife finally exclaimed, Don't be afraid. You have another son. Rachel was about to die. With her last breath, she named the boy, baby Ben Onine, which means son of sorrow. The baby's father, however, called him Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephron, that is Bethlehem. Jacob set up a stone monument over Rachel's grave, and it can be seen to this day. Then Jacob traveled on and camped beyond Migdal Eder while he was living there. Rebekah had intercourse with Baham his father's concubine, and Jacob soon heard about it. These are the names of the twelve sons of Jacob. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's oldest son, Simon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zeppelin. The sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. The sons of Behi were Rachel's servants, were Dan and Nephtali. The sons of Zephsi Leah's servants were Gad and Asher. These are the names of sons who were born to Jacob at Panodar. So Jacob returned to his father Isaac in Mamre, which is near 
Kirith Arbor, now called Hebron, where Isaac, where Abraham and Isaac had both lived as foreigners. Isaac lived for 180 years. Then he breathed his last and died a ripe old age, joining his ancestors in death. And his son Esau and Jacob buried him. This is the descent. This is the account of the descendants of Esau, also known as Edom. Esau married two young women from Canaan, Adah, the daughter of Eli the Hittite, and Olav Bami, the daughter of Ani, and granddaughter of Sebdon, the Hevite. He also married his cousin Bethnite, who was the daughter of Ishmael and the sister of Naamath, and gave birth to a son named. Ephlazar, for Esau, Bethmeth gave birth to a son named Rahel. Obadiah gave birth to a son named Jesu, Jalem, and Korin. All these sons were born to Esau in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives, his children, and his entire household, along with his livestock and cattle. All the wealth he had acquired in the land of Canaan and moved away from his brother Jacob. There was not enough land to support them, both because of all the livestock possessions they had acquired. So Esau, also known as Edom, settled in the hill country of Sur. This is the account of Esau's descendants, Edomites, who lived in the hill country of Sur. These are the names of Esau's son. Ephraites, the son of Esau's wife, Ada, and Ruelel, the son of Esau's wife, Basemath, the descendants of Ethelzars were Teman, Omar, Zepho, Gatim, and Kenzar. Timnah, the concubine of Esau's sons, named Ephraim, gave birth to a son named Amalek. These are the descendants of Esau's wife, Ada. The descendants of Rachel were Nathan, Zareth, Shaman, and Mizet. These are the descendants of Esau's wife, Basemath. Esau also had sons through Ohabamah, the daughter of Ana, and granddaughter of Zebanon. Their names were Jesus, Jalem, and Koran. These are the descendants of Esau who became the leaders of various clans. The descendants of Esau's oldest son, Ephras, become the leaders of the clans of Tamai, Omar, Zephar, Kanzar, Korath, Gatham, and Amalek. These are the clan leaders in the land of Edom who descended from Ephlazar. All these were descendants of Esau's wife, Ada. Then descendants of Esau's sons, Rulel, become the leaders of the clans of Nathan, Zareth, Shamech, and Mishite. These are the clan leaders in the land of Edom who descended from Rulel. All these were descendants of Esau's wife, Basemath. The descendants of, his, of Esau and his wife, Oblomah, became the leaders of the clan of Jusith, Jalem, and Korin. These are the clan leaders who descended from Esau's wife, Oblomah, the daughters of Anim. These are the clans descended from Esau, also known as Edom, identified by their clan leaders. These are the names of the tribes that descended from Sir the Horat. They lived in the land of Edom, Lothan, Shobal, Zebanon, Anna, Dishon, Ezer, and Dishan. These are 
Horites, clan leaders, the descendants of Sur, who lived in the land of Edom. The descendants of Lotham were Horai and Heman. Lotham's sister was named Timnan. The descendants of Shobar were Alvin, Manhath, Ebla, Shepho, and Omran. The descendants of Zebanon were Ahi and Anna. This is the Anna who discovered the hot springs in the wilderness while he was gazing his father's donkeys. The descendants of Ani were his sons, Dishon and his daughter, Obalamai. The descendants of Dishon were Hemden, Eshman, Ithran, and Kiran. The descendants of Ezra were Pehi, Zavan, and Akan. The descendants of Dishan were Urz and Aaron. So these were the leaders of the Horite clans, Luthan, Shabal, Zeban, Anan, Dishan, Ezra, and Dishan. The Horite claims, clans are named after their clan leaders who lived in the land of Sur. These are the kings who ruled in the land of Edom before any king ruled over the Israelites. Bela, son of Bor, which ruled in Edom from the city of Denhabah. Bela died. Jobad, son of Zethreth, from Bozar, became king in his place. When Jobad died, Hezma, from the land of the Termite, Temanites, became king in his place. But he's happened again. <laughs> Hesham from the land of the Temanites became king in his place. When Heshman died, Hadad, son of Bedad, became king in his place and ruled from the city of Aveth. He was the one who defeated the Midianites in the land of Moab. When Hadad died, Samla from the city of Mazraketh became king in his place. When Samled died. Shula became Shula from the city of Rehoboth on the river became king in his place. When Shula died, Bahana, son of Akbar, became king in his place. When Bel Hannah, son of Akbar, died, Hadad became king in his place and ruled from the city of Pa. His wife was me hath table, the daughter of Madred, and the granddaughter of Me Zahab. These are the leaders of the clans descended from Esau, who lived in the places named from them Timon, Albeth, Jetheth, Obahamai, Elam, Penon, Kendra, Timan, Mibzar, Magdal and e Iram. These are leaders of the clans of Eden, listed according to their settlements in the land they occupied. They are descendants from Esau, the ancestors of the Edomites. Matthew 12, 1-21. And about that time, Jesus was walking through some grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, so they began breaking off some heads of grain and eating them. But some Pharisees saw them do it and protested. Look, your disciples are breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath. Jesus said to them, 
Haven't you read in the scriptures what David did when him and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God, and he and his companions broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests were allowed to eat. And haven't you read in the law of Moses that the priest on duty and the temple made work on the Sabbath? I tell you, there is no one here who is even greater than the temple. But you would not have condemned my innocent disciples if you knew the meaning of the scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices, for the Son of Man is Lord even on the Sabbath. Then Jesus went over to the synagogue, where he noticed a man with a deformed hand. The Pharisees asked Jesus, Does the law permit a person to work by healing on the Sabbath? They were hoping he would say yes so they could bring charges against him. And he answered, If you had a sheep that fell into a well on the Sabbath, wouldn't you work to pull it out? Or of course you would. And how much valuable is a person in the sheep? Yes, the law permits a person to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand, and it was restored, just like the other one. Then the Pharisees called a meeting to plot how to kill Jesus. But Jesus knew what they were planning, so he left the area, and many people followed him. He healed all the sick, sick among them, but he warned them not to reveal who he was. Thus fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah concerning him. Look at my servant, who I am chosen. He is my beloved, who pleases me. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not fight or shout or raise his voice in public. He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. For he will cause justice to be victorious, and his name will be the hope of all the world. Psalms 15. Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. Those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent. Such people will stand for firm forever. Proverbs 3, 21-26 My child... Don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them, for they will refresh your soul. They are like jewels on a necklace. They keep you safe on your way, and your feet will not stumble. You will go to bed without fear. You will lie down and sleep soundly. You will not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. For the Lord is your security. He will keep your feet from being caught in a trap.